This episode of Thinking in English is proudly sponsored by the That Makes Sensei podcast. Dan Sensei and Stu Sensei have come together to make a new amazing resource for English learners around the world. Stu and Dan, why don't you introduce your podcast to everyone listening? We love the podcast you have made, Tom. It really helps English learners understand English to a higher level. And if you want to improve your English comprehension through real-life conversations, check out the That Makes Sensei podcast. You can find us on all major podcast platforms and we have new episodes every Friday. Thanks a lot and back to you, Tom. Hello. I'm Tom Wilkinson and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast for intermediate to advanced level English learners. Today, I'm going to talk about English filler words. I'll explain why we use filler words, why you should stop using them, and how to reduce the number of likes, ums, and you knows in your English speech. You can find the full transcript of today's episode over on the Thinking in English blog. The link is in the description and it's all for free. Head over to YouTube and Instagram to follow my pages and channels over there. Leave a like, rating or review wherever you are listening right now. And if you want to improve your conversations, join my conversation club. Here is today's episode. This podcast, you know, is like going to discuss um, filler words. Sorry, let me start again. This podcast is going to discuss filler words and tell you how and why to stop using them. Although a slight exaggeration, you have probably heard English speakers using filler words similar to the ones I just used in that earlier sentence. Like, you know, so... All of these are examples of filler words. When we are nervous, struggling to think of what is next, or not fully concentrating, we can find ourselves using filler words. There are two inspirations for this episode. Last year, I was taking a Japanese class while a research student in Japan, and there was a Filipino student in the class. Her Japanese was really good, but she kept saying, a Japanese filler word. And while her Japanese was great and the content of her speech amazing, the fact she kept saying filler words was distracting and annoying. I decided that I would do some research on filler words after that experience. And second, I've noticed members of my conversation clubs using a lot of filler words and sounds both English ones and ones from their native languages. And I wanted to write something to help my subscribers reduce their use of filler words. Filler words play an important role in speaking, and we can find them in all languages. They can help give important information to your audience and give you the opportunity to think for an extra second or two. When you overuse filler words... When your speech is full of likes, ums and ahs, it can distract from your message and discredit your image. According to an article in the Harvard Business Review, the optimum or best frequency of using filler words is one per minute, and the average speaker uses about five. 
Today, I want to give you all some advice on how to avoid using filler words, or in fact, how to avoid overusing filler words. We'll first look at filler words and why we use them. Then I'll explain why they can be a problem for English speakers, both native and non-native. And finally, I'll give you some useful tips on how to reduce the amount of filler words in your English and also in your own native language too. What is a filler word? A filler word is a word or sound used in our speech to fill gaps or pauses in conversation. They are often used unconsciously, meaning we don't think about them or even realise we use them. When I listen back to some of the previous interview podcasts that I've recorded, I'm always amazed how many filler words are used. For me, the main filler words in my speech are so and well. And I tend to start sentences with these words. However, I think compared to many other English speakers, I've managed to reduce the amount of filler words I use dramatically. Some people use them in every single sentence. In English, common filler words include um, ah, like, you know, and so. But they can be found in all languages. In French, uh. In Spanish, bueno. In Japanese, eto. And in all languages, they fill the same role. To plug the gaps in our speech when we are thinking or hesitating. An important task for all people, not just language learners, is to identify your own personal filler words. What sounds or words do you use to fill gaps when you are speaking? We can also describe these words as crutch words. Crutch has a few meanings, including a thing used for support or reassurance. And this is often the role of filler words in our languages. Recognising these words is the first step towards reducing or even eliminating them from your speech. As I said, most of the time filler words are used unconsciously. We don't think about them. And they can become habit-forming, meaning we use them not because we need to, but because it has become our habit. By recognising your own personal filler words, you can focus on avoiding them and replacing them with more meaningful words or pauses. Furthermore, recognising your own filler words can also tell you information about your own personal speaking style. Do you say like a lot when you are nervous? Do you say um and are ah a lot when you are talking about a specific topic? I do. I can talk about most things quite fluently. But when I talk about myself, or when I disagree with someone, I start to use a lot of filler words. Being aware of this can help you address these underlying problems. Why do we use filler words? Filler words are not always bad. As I said at the beginning of the podcast, the Harvard Business Review found that using one or two filler words a minute is the optimal or best amount. And there are different reasons why we use these words. First, filler words can be a form of self-expression. We can use them to provide an insight into our personalities, emotions and moods. 
using a word like um can indicate uncertainty or hesitation, while a word like like can suggest a more casual or informal tone. Using filler words in this context provides an extra layer of meaning and can help you convey your meaning more easily. Second, filler words are a tool to help us pause, slow down and organise our thoughts while we are speaking. Especially for English learners, you may need to take slightly longer to find the right words, find the right vocabulary or sentence structure. Filler words can help fill that gap while you are thinking of the right words to continue your sentence. And by helping you slow down, filler words can sometimes allow you to articulate your thoughts clearly and avoid mistakes. Importantly, filler words are usually unconscious. We don't think about using them. We just use them. Language learners will sometimes use their own language's filler words while speaking in English, which can sound strange. But this is because we don't know we are using them. It is really important to recognise when and how you personally use filler words. Why are filler words a problem? While these kinds of words are not necessarily bad, overusing filler words can be a problem for everyone native speakers and English learners. First, filler words can detract from the content of your speech. Using too many filler words can make it difficult for listeners to understand what you are saying and retain information. All the hard work and effort you put into speaking English can be ruined by saying like or you know too often. They are often a distraction taking attention away from your speech and causing your audience to lose focus. Last week, there was a famous YouTuber from the UK being interviewed on the news in the morning. I'm sure he was saying something really interesting, but I couldn't concentrate because all I noticed him saying was, you know, in every single sentence. He was probably nervous, but once I noticed him saying, you know, that's all I noticed. Second, overusing filler words can make you seem unprepared and uncertain. They make you seem less confident and less knowledgeable. If you are speaking English in an academic or business situation, your image is important. You need to show you are confident, credible and reliable. But overusing filler words can ruin this image. When I hear someone saying too many filler words, I tend to think they either lack confidence, they have not prepared well or adequately, or they do not understand the topic they are discussing. None of these are good characteristics or qualities if you're in a business meeting or an academic presentation. And third, filler words can ruin the quality of your speech. They make you speak for longer, they make your speech less engaging and they reduce the efficiency of your words. If someone uses too many filler words, it can make their conversation partners bored and unfocused. By reducing the amount of filler words you use, you can improve your image and credibility. You can be seen as more confident and well-prepared. You can keep the content of your speech clear and easy to understand. 
and you can make your speech more efficient. How can you reduce the amount of filler words that you use? Well, let me tell you. I'm going to give you all some useful tips to help reduce the amount of filler words you use in your English. First, relax. Many people use filler words when they are nervous or anxious. If you can change your state of mind, you can relax and be less nervous, you will naturally use less filler words. I know using English can be stressful for many of you listening, but try to become more confident and less anxious. It will make a really big difference. I would recommend joining my conversation groups or maybe attending a language exchange where you can speak English regularly and build confidence. I got the idea for this episode by noticing the improvements in my regular attendees' English. Pause. This is what I have trained myself to do. Pausing is a better habit than using many filler words. It will let you think and collect your thoughts. And you don't need to say anything. Take a few moments to organise things in your head and then carry on talking. A short pause is much less distracting than, you know, like, um... Slow down. You don't need to speak fast. Slow down and speak deliberately. Think about what you are going to say. This has been the most effective way for me to avoid using filler words. I now concentrate when I am speaking. Everything I say is deliberate. And this means I have reduced the amount of filler words when I'm speaking. Record yourself. Recording thinking in English three times a week for the last two years has made me really aware of the way that I speak. I really notice the filler words I use regularly. And this is because I listen to myself speaking a lot. You should try the same. Record yourself talking about something or giving a presentation and see how many filler words you use or find any other issues or problems in your speech. Again, filler words are unconscious and we don't notice when we use them. But we do use them all the time. Recording yourself can make this clear. Become aware. Recording yourself is just one of the ways to become aware of your speaking habits. Concentrating or speaking deliberately or talking with an English teacher are also good methods. Once you become aware of your use of filler words, it's so much easier to reduce them. Find your problems. This is connected to awareness and I've mentioned it previously. But identify your own personal filler words. What do you say? Like, ah, um, you know. When do you say them? When you're nervous? Talking about something awkward? If you find these problems, find these issues, then you can solve them. If you use filler words when you're nervous, you know that you need to calm down and relax. If you use filler words when you're talking about something maybe you don't know too much, maybe you go and study some more vocabulary. All of these things might help you solve the issue. Don't panic about being perfect. And finally, don't worry about being perfect. 
we all use filler words and like I mentioned earlier, a few every minute can actually be good. They let you organise your thoughts and help convey messages. Perfection is a terrible goal because it doesn't exist. Instead, just focus on being aware and reducing the amount of filler words that you use. So here is today's final thought. Hopefully, after listening to this episode, you will be able to better identify your own personal filler words and be able to reduce your use of them. By reducing filler words, you will become clearer and seem more confident and well-prepared. What filler words do you regularly use? I use so and well a lot. How about you? Let me know by leaving a comment on Spotify, a comment on the Thinking in English blog, or reach out to me and send me a message on Instagram. I love to hear from all of you and all your feedback about the episodes. It's really good. If you love listening to Thinking in English, please go and leave a like, a rating, and a review. Uh, These things are really important and help other people discover Thinking in English and improve their learning. And it's a big support to me as well. You should also go and check out That Makes Sense a podcast. They are the first sponsors of Thinking in English, my first ever sponsors. So go click the link, go and listen to a few episodes of their podcast, follow them on Instagram. Um, I'll put their link tree so you can click on all their details, watch their YouTube videos. Dan and Stu have been former guests on Thinking in English and a lot of help to me over the last few months. So go and listen to them, subscribe to them and improve your English by listening to a variety of accents, right? You listen to me every day, but I'm not the only person with a British accent. And if you listen to Dan and Stu, their accents are very different to mine. So that's the That Makes Sensei podcast. And if you want to support me, go over to Patreon, join my conversation club, listen to bonus episodes, uh, take English classes with the Thinking in English team. Uh, Yeah, lots of things you can do over on Patreon. There's now new options, new levels, new tiers, uh, more content, more things available for you guys. Uh, So go over, subscribe, join the conversation club, speak English as many times a week as you can and improve. Keep listening and I'll see you next time. (laughs) 